We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This crowd is bonkers right now. So is Brunson. He's running amok. Brunson drives, pulls up, jump shot. Got it! Jalen Brunson, born to play basketball. It's a four-point lead. Brunson, a right elbow three ball. Spinning and winning in the paint. And now stopping and popping again. Igniting, delighting, exciting this crowd. So Brunson, infallible, indomitable, incredible again with another 34-plus performance. Un-know-you-know-who, uh, 97. Uh, thanks for the contribution. About two weeks ago, I asked you if this is the most dominant team since the Ewing era, and you said mostly, maybe, but not sure yet. How about now? Nine straight with the injuries is very impressive. The weird, you know what the weird thing about these sorts of questions are? It's because, it, again, we're, we're talking about one team. We're talking about the 2012 13 team, which was such a strange season because, again, their over under going into that year was in the high 40s. They were going to be, a, they were supposed to be a good team. They were not supposed to be a great team. And then they came out of the gate and they were the last undefeated team in the league. They started six and oh, and they started whatever in one. They got off to an amazing start. And it was just this brand of basketball that I think like nobody was really fully prepared for it yet at the time. And it it was dominant, but it was dominant in a way that was like, what's going on here? Like this team is shooting a shit ton of threes. They have this wing playing the four. Um, their second best scorers coming off the bench. It was just a very, very, very different sort of team that I think caught a lot of guys' uh, teams by surprise. And then they went 500 for... Andrew probably knows this better than me off the top of his head. They went 500 for about half the year. 40-some-odd games, whatever it is. And it was like, all right, well, they already got out to their lead. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Their their record was fine, their, or their place in the East was fine. And then they finished really strong. Um, towards the end, but towards the end, it was like I was in the full disclosure. So in the process of falling in love with my wife at that time, I remember the playoffs very much because like once the playoffs started, obviously we, we were out every night. We were watching all those games in bars. And so I remember all those games. The the last like couple last month or two of the season is a little fuzzy for me. I don't have that as committed to memory. So I know they won a ton of games over those last like month and a half, two months. I never got the feeling that like, I don't know. I mean, they were dominant. It strikes me as a dominant team. What this team is doing, I don't recall that team ever doing. So for me personally, 
I would have to say at this point, the answer is yes. I don't think that there's and any team that I have felt this way about since the Ewing team, since some Ewing team. And I don't know. I don't know if you want to go back, go 96, 97. I don't know if you want to go 93, 94. I don't really remember 92, 93 that well. Um, the 92, 93 team won a lot of games. I look it up and it was a different league back then. But like they didn't, their like statistical profile was not that of a dominant team, even though they were first in the league and wins that year, second to Phoenix, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, this, this is right up there. Zip Davis, what's going on, Zip? Patient, persistent, genuine. New York basketball. Ooh, that's a good slogan. Patient, persistent, genuine. I like it. Uh, Armand Burdenage, hit the damn music. Let's go. Is that Jeremy's music? Hit it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Maybe it's just my my computer. It's frozen is what's the issue. Uh, so we're barely getting it. Oh, now I got it, though. There oh, we go. It's barely coming it, in and out. That's Apologies. A good, that's a good freeze. Look at our happiness. Oh, there you go. Oh, well. Shout out happiness. Be a shame if those two kids didn't end up together. Uh, hush do. That precious putback caused the mini earthquake. That was the moment. That was the moment because it's. You mean this what? moment, right? Yes. Because <laughs> th- if you think about the game, very strange game. Trying to come back, trying to climb the hill, trying because they were down early. Like they, they, it was like thirteen to twelve, maybe. And then the Pacers went on that run, and the Pacers went up by eight or nine points. And then from that point, really until the late third, it was like a two. At, at the very least, it was a two, um, two possession game the entire way. And then finally, like towards the end of the third, you know, beginning of the fourth, they started to really crack it down. And then they finally got over the hump. You don't usually see team get over the hump, get some distance between them and the team that had dominated them, the not dominated, but that had been comfortably ahead the entire game. And then after they get that cushion, fall behind again. And then get another cushion all in the span of like six, seven minutes, whatever. It was a very, it was a very interesting game. And the the emotional roller coaster of that fourth quarter was, I mean, it was a truly emotional roller coaster uh, of a quarter. And uh, it just, I mean, again, I, I was like, I was in tears by the end. <laughs> Incredible stuff. Will Oliver, what's going on, Will? I am not using used to this team bringing me to good tears. Yeah. So I guess I'm not the only one. How do you not? When you watch Jalen doing, doing that. Jeremy Chase, what's going on, Jeremy? Say it in your best Ed Rooney voice. Nine times. Nine times? Nine times. Oh, man. Not really saying a lot because I'm sure like this is true of every American man between the ages of 35 and like 50. Um, 
top top ten movie for me. Certainly top ten movie in terms of how many times I've rewatched it. Nine times. Yeah. It's good. How many of these kids watching think you know what movie you're know what movie you're talking about? I mean, what you're asking is 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 it a movie that has a lasting cultural footprint to the point that if you are a average 20 year old in the world in 2024, you are going to watch it. And like my response to that is not to get off on a tangent, but like how many of those movies are there with, and and I, I should emphasize movies. How many movies are there like that? Because once upon a time, your options were movies and television. And movies had the gravitas and television did not. And now it's like, that's not how kids look at media anymore. It's like movies are like not a thing that are like are necessarily meaningful to a lot of people. So I don't know that any movies have that. So I mean, I don't know what, what movies are like Goodfellas, The Godfather. I don't know. Do 20 year olds make a point to watch The Godfather? Maybe the Godfather. I do think the the Godfather might have that footprint because it it seems like that's a bit of a holiday holiday tradition at this point. That like either during All Christmas right. or during Christmas you during or Thanksgiving good one. you go watch the Godfather. Like Home Alone. That's Home probably Alone, got one. Christmas movie. Yeah. I don't know. Yes, like, Bill Simmons. It's a Christmas movie. I I don't I don't I don't really get kids today. No, seriously. Like I don't know. Like do kids like. The thought of a, a of a human being not having watched like Back to the Future to me is unfathomable, mm. and yet I feel like there's probably a lot of kids out there today that have never seen that. For so. the kids that were wondering what nine times is from, it's from Ferris Bueller. Don't tell them, fuck them if they don't know. I, I I'm gonna have a an open heart here and say that just because it's not on TikTok, you can still tune in anytime to Ferris Bueller said Bueller's Day Off, one of the best comedies of the '80s. Well, that's movies of the 80s. You know why they should know about it? Because you know what the kids today have watched? What? Deadpool. Yes. What are you doing? Why are you still here? Go home. The movie's over. Not 100% sure they knew that that was from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Though. Exactly. So educate yourself and go fucking be like, Google, Deadpool, end scene. And they probably thought out. Ryan Reynolds was just original and created a, a cute ending to a movie. Well, then they're idiots. Chris, next time you're on the pod, we're going to do the game where we ask what movies you've seen and not seen, and then we can make John mad. Which, you know, maybe easier said than done. There is no more important film for a person between the ages of 15 and 20 to watch than Ferris Bueller's Day Off. It is number one with a bullet. Really? Yes. All 15 to 20 year olds? There's no more important. I, I, yes. Uh, no, yes. All 15 to 20 year olds. In 2024? In 2024, in 2034, in 3034, like any year, the movie is timeless. Okay. I'm just, I, I, it's not that important to me, but I, I love the movie. Don't get me wrong. Okay. We've, we've completely gone off the rails. Hey, we, sorry. we have. Found our way into a parade in the middle of Chicago. 15 seconds on this. What what movie was... I don't know if you, you watch uh, True Detective. What movie was... Uh, well, 
Not this season, not this season. I okay, started fine. it and just haven't finished it. I'm not spoiling anything by saying this. The, the, it's the number one show, biggest show on, biggest prestige show on television right now. And in the first episode of that show in the new season, what is there a callback to? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That should say something. Someone's bringing up Super Bad in the chat. I think that's the the movie that's replaced, like the important movie for 15 to 20 year olds. Fine. That's a great, it's great. It's great. It's the most relevant movie from since the turn of the century. I'll say that for that age group. Uh, I will still go with Ferris. Glad we went down that, that rabbit hole. Shout out Alan Ruck of Succession fame. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Juanan, what's going on, Juanan? Baby, uh, baby, sh- baby shit soft league. <laughs> and we're, we're built out of diamonds. MSG is now the pound because we got nothing but dogs. God, again, talk about moments that didn't make us proud when I love Bobby Portis, but like when he got up there on the stage and was like, yeah, we're a bunch of dogs. Then they were, went four and 18. Uh, 53 wins in the name of the Father and the Son, the Holy Cross, and the Robert Cross, excuse me, the Holy Robert Cross. Welcome to Tibbsville. Hashtag why not us? Amen. Amen. Sean Ford, what's going on, Sean? Thanks for the contribution. Got nothing to add, but thank you for building this community, KFS. And let's fucking go, Knicks. We here. Uh, we did not build anything. Knicks fans built this community. Um, so thank you for thank you for building this community. That's that's what I gotta say. <laughs> Thanks, Sean. I appreciate that. Hush Zoo. Like I said a couple games ago. We had our honeymoons in previous seasons. This one is just different. It's like game five versus the Cavs vibes right now. Um, I am again, the one week, one week to the trade deadline. We'll see what they do to further embolden this team. Jessica Alsner again, Brun sanity. Let's freaking go. Nick's our superstar. He is our superstar. He is our superstar. I don't care that he wasn't drafted here. That doesn't matter. He's ours. He's ours a hell of a lot more than he ever was Dallas's. That's for sure. Thank you, Jessica. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Ja! Oh, we couldn't have a postgame without Ja. Put those tears away, Macri. You're not going to have any left when JB brings us to the promised land. Uh, I don't even want to think about that. Uh, what a night, though. What a team. Let's fucking go, Knicks. You know what I love? You know what I love? This is what I love. 
I love a lot of things. I love lamp. Um, I love that. Like you could, you could zoom, you could just read the, read the elevator pitch on this. And it's like Nick's uh, shorthanded Nick's team beats Pacers uh, when comes back on Pacers when Halliburton only plays 22 minutes. Right. Like you could, all right, well, that might have been a great win, whatever, or maybe not. Uh, everybody here felt how important that was. And that's what your comment just made me think of. What a night. What a night. And we're all in agreement. You know, I, maybe there's people in the chat or people out there being like, hey, listen, you beat a Pacers team where Halliburton played 22 minutes. Calm, calm your jets. No, no one's saying that. No one's saying that. Thanks, Joe. True story, Jay. Screw Albert and love Brunson. We are a problem. That, yes, we are a problem. Nobody wants to play this team. I watched the end of the Bucks game last night. You think I, I know they I know they kicked the crap out of us a few times this year. Think the Bucks want to face the Knicks right now? I don't know about that. I want you know who I want to play again? I want to play the Celtics. Uh Justin, I believe this team is special. This team represents New York City to the fullest. Brunson is a 1A superstar, a capital A. It is crazy. They got 10 legit rotation guys. Let's go, Knicks. I, 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 dare I say, dare I say, Justin, you may have miscounted. Legit rotation guys. Precious, Isaiah, Brunson, Hart, DiVincenzo. McBride is six. Yeah, maybe you're right with 10. Randall, Mitch, OG, Grimes. And then Sims is kind of on the border, right? Sims is the borderline guy. I, man, what do they ask him to do tonight? They ask him to play 13 minutes as backup center? Is Sims not a legit... Like, your best teams in the league. I think have guys like Sims. I I don't know. I kind of think he's legit rotation. How about this? We've seen a lot of Nick teams that do not have legit rotation guys. We know a not legit rotation guy when we see one. I don't get that sense when I view Jericho Sims. I'm gonna put I'm gonna say you shorted it by one. I'm gonna say it's eleven. Thanks, Justin. Sam Garcia's dad with another one. Jalen Brunson is him, but this is a Tibbs team. No doubt. The endless hustle dogs bless this season in the name of the father, the son and the Robert cross. My daughter just learned how to say the, the, the sign of the cross in her little, her little religion class is what's very fun for me. Um, yes, it's a Tibbs team. Yes, it's a Tibbs team. Obviously it's a Tibbs team, but Tibbs, they embody Tibbs and he is able to look good because they are the sorts of players that go that may that that can play for him, you know. So it, it's a two way street. It's a two way straight two two way street. Absolutely. Hamdi M. What's going on, Hamdi? You're right. No words, but you always find a way to articulate what we feel as fans. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Hamdi, thank you. Your your generosity is always astounding to me, um, and again, thank you, thank you, thank everybody for again. How much? If I, I didn't have this, if we didn't have this, I'd be just sitting here and be like, "Oh man, I wish I could go somewhere and celebrate." No, I get to celebrate. Thank you, Hamdi. 
Daniel Soto. I think we all got emotional during the Brunson interview. This effing team. Wow, I'm jumping out. Ten windows tonight. The good thing for me is now I I, I do this from a basement. So um, for me, it's like I have to climb out the window. Like I have to climb up. Like I'm, you know, so it's, there's no jumping. Uh, so I guess for me, it's climbing out the window. Whereas my last apartment, it was, it was, uh, you know, I, that would have led to my untimely demise, unfortunately, or just uh, some massive injuries. Uh, so I prefer this. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. <clears throat> uh, Robert W. Cross. First time, long time. It's your boy, John. I was getting emotional watching Brunson. Everyone should soak this in because it has been a long time coming. Hashtag 53 wins. It has been, Robert. And I know. I don't say this lightly. I don't know that there is a fan out there that I have met and spoken to that. uh, Internalizes their love and appreciation and everything for this team as much as you do. And you, your, your attachment to homegrown players in particular has always been inspiring to me. And, uh, I just, I wish I still had that. Uh, but I think in, in Brunson, who is not a homegrown player per se, but I think he bridges the gap, right? Because who amongst us watch can watch that and be like, he's not really ours because we didn't draft him. It transcends everything. It transcends the boundaries of like, you know, like, you know, the Lakers like won a championship with LeBron. Yeah, they won it. Sure. But that was LeBron's championship that I mean, Lakers fans are stupid. So whatever. Uh, Like Jalen's ours, you know, Jalen's ours. You know, thanks, Robert. <clears throat> Jason, what's going on, Jason? Good to hear from you as always. In the We Here season, you said we have to enjoy this because it's not always going to feel this good. This feels even better. I love this fucking team. Coming from you, man, that means a lot. You don't usually give yourself over to the emotional side. Uh, I did say that. I did say that because I was convinced that it was short lived. Because that was that 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 seemed like lightning in a bottle. That's it. You know, I don't know if I ever use those that those words because when you use those words, it makes it feel like uh, it makes it feel like it's it's not real or it's 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 false or it's fake or whatever. So I don't know that I ever use that term. But looking back. To some extent, right? Could we could, can we say is it is it sacrilegious to say like that team caught lightning in a bottle? This ain't lightning in a bottle. I know that. Thanks, Jason. Colin Day, what's going on, Colin? All my years as Nick fans, as a Nick fan, the way they are creeping up the standings, all the injuries, more each game, they lose one of these last three games 99 times out of 100. This team feels different. I'm shocked. I'm shocked that we're here. True. Like, but again, what? And it's, it's not even about the Knicks. Like, yes, by our standards, we would have lost one of these games. Just the NBA today from two perspectives. One, like 
once I thought about this, once it's we learned that OG was going to be out, and obviously Julius is out, Mitch is out, and Grimes is going to be out against a good Pacers team. How many NBA teams would have been like, all right, great opportunity to get our guys a night of rest. Let's sit Bronson. Maybe we maybe we sit uh maybe we sit Hardenstein, right? Achilles injury. Let's sit him. Not this team, not this franchise. And look, you could pick Knicks over that. You could criticize that. I'm sure there's some people that might criticize that. There's that part of it. And then there, there's the other part of it of like, okay, now that you know the guys are on the floor, like the fact that they showed up. And even when they even when they showed up in the first quarter and it was like, yeah, you know, maybe they don't have it tonight. The way we were watching this game in the first quarter, really the first half, the way it was going, I was fully prepared to come on here and be like, man, I know this team had won eight in a row. I know we're, we're good enough. We're fighting for the two seed. I shouldn't be on here talking about moral victories. And yet I feel like this was a moral victory because they kept fighting and they kept giving it their all. And they went beyond that and actually won the fucking game. And there are so many teams that wouldn't do that. They would just be like, all right, well, you know, we'll go through the motions tonight. We have an excuse, right? We have a built in excuse if their guys even played. So this team is, is 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 out kicking its coverage and outpacing expectations to a degree that we are just not accustomed to as Nick fans or as NBA fans. Special stuff. Zach G, what's going on, Zach? Jalen Brunson born to play basketball. It's, it's I gotta get that. I really want to get like a poster made up of that. The truest and coldest call of all time. Yes. Absolutely. Perhaps a t-shirt. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Zach G, thank you. Brian Valderrama, precious making iHeart expendable or Mitch tradable. All right, we have our first, we have our first transactional question of the night. <clears throat> um no. Uh no. Uh it's they're in a so I'm supposed to be talking to Bobby Marks in nine and a half hours. Um I'm sure I'm gonna be looking sp spry for that. Uh I'm gonna ask him about the center position because I think that they you know they're they're juggling. They have balls in the air right now, right? They got balls in the air between Hardenstein and his new contract and Mitch is on a descending deal. Very tradable. Right. And now precious entered restricted free agency. I don't think anybody makes anybody expendable. It's just. They're operating from a position of strength, but a position of strength can quickly go to a position of weakness if you're not careful. So I don't really have a great answer right now. And I think it, we don't have enough information yet. But no, I don't think it makes Mitch tradable or expendable. Anthony Sixto. The Jeremy Jam is undefeated. There we go. That's it. That's the one. Thank you, Anthony. Rowan Sr. What's going on, uh, Rowan? Breen. Jalen Brunson was born to play basketball. Gave me chills. Gave us all chills. Gave me. Uh, this team is officially my second favorite after the '90s Knicks and closing fast. I'm curious what the first favorite is. 
um, I would guess maybe 2012, 13. Maybe you're a fan of the insanity teams. I don't know. Uh, but either way, yeah. I mean, I think for anybody watching who's a real Nick fan, you're you're watching this right now, and it's up there. Has to be up there. Thanks, Rowan. Lunas and Marat. What's going on, Lunas? How many players are we sure? We sure are better than Jalen Brunson right now, especially as a first option. Also, I think if we play Indiana in the first round, fully healthy, it'd be over in four, maybe five. I'm not going to go that far. I think it would be a tough series. I I don't know who I want to face in the the <clears throat> in the first round of the playoffs. You know, it'd be great. <laughs> Be great to get up to a number two seed and face, like I don't know. Maybe be careful what you wish for. Like, can we face Orlando? Um, can you imagine if they got up to like two or three and they face Miami in the first round? That would be something. Uh, how many players are better than uh, Jalen Brunson right now as a first option? Are better? Not many. I think there's a lot of guys that are like on his level. Um, who's definitively better? I mean, Embiid is having a special year. Of course, he's hurt. Uh, Jokic, awesome. Luke is, Luke is, there's nobody that could do what Luka does. And then, you know, SGA is probably the other guy who you look at and be like, yeah. You know, but like, how do you grade like a Durant, right? Like Durant is still kind of like unguardable, but he doesn't have to shoulder the load that Brunson does, you know? So like, how do you, I don't even know how to have that conversation. Like Kawhi, again, but Kawhi's playing with Paul George and James Harden setting him up. So he's not initiating every possession like, like, like Jalen is. Um, and top, can we, can we say top five? Top five, top six, like that? That's heady stuff. Crazy stuff. Danny Gardner, what's going on again, Danny? Uh, Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle getting all-star nods. That game, Billy Joel re- releases a new pop song for the first time in 30 years. New York stays winning. I did not know that. I have not heard it, and I can't wait to listen to it. I'm a big Obviously, a big Billy Joel fan. I can't wait to to put that on. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. With the NBA season more than midway through and the NFL season with just three games left, now is as good a time as any to pick combo projections across sports from the Specials League. For example, on any given night, take Jalen Brunson over in points, Julius Randle over in rebounds, or OG Ananobi over in steals. Then combine it with two NFL props, like Patrick Mahomes over in passing yards, or Christian McCaffrey over in touchdowns. Prize Picks is a really simple way to play. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. Like on Taco Tuesday each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Prize Picks 
now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. CD Nix, thank you for the contribution. Maybe there's a comment associated with your contribution. If there is, Andrew will get it up. Bernard Richardson woke the baby up. I had one moment. I had one moment and I and I have an office door now that I could have closed and I did not close it. And I was like, oh shit. I, I it was I slammed the table. So it was like. Uh where are my couch warriors at? Let's effing go, Nix. F the Pacers. Yes, fuck the Pacers. Forever and always. CD Nick, so here we go. Hey, John, first super chat, but I've been following KFS since the days of Periscope. Man, those those were the days, right? Hey, let's talk about Frank Nilakina's exceptional 17 minutes tonight. Boy, that Kevin Knox, man. He's showing a lot of promise. Alonzo Trier. That guy could that guy could get buckets. Damian Dotson, two-way player. Emmanuel Moutier. He personifies the Periscope era. The, the Periscope era for me is personified by Frank and Mitch above everybody else. Everybody's second to them. Because I, those were the two guys that I spent the majority of the time. They, 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 my hopes and dreams were attached to them. Fair. As far as analysis of that season, it's like... Could they have something in Emmanuel Moutier? You know? You know who sticks out more than Moutier? Who? Kadeem Allen. Kadeem Allen. You said Dotson already. When Kadeem Allen had a moment, I was like, dude, is this guy the best point guard on our team? I don't know. Maybe he is. Noah Vonley. Um, Who's the guy that that blocked LeBron? Mario Hazonia? Mario Hazonia. (laughs) Team was ass, man. Listen, uh, it, it, there were there were some guys in over their heads. That's let's say let's just say that. Um, anyway, how much credit does Johnny Bryant get in the offseason for the change in culture and player development? I don't know. Um, that's one of those things that like I would need to lean on people who are in the locker room and behind the scenes to know because I I frankly I can't tell you. Uh, I imagine he gets some credit for sure. Absolutely, hundred percent. Thanks, CD Knicks. Um, and I'll, I'll follow up on that uh, next time I, I talk to Fred for sure and we'll get an answer out there uh, Jihad Brown what's going on can we talk about what kind of good mojo that locker room has right now Precious iHeart and Deuce those are the three man I don't know how I'm doing stars tonight this is going to be painful um, special locker room special camaraderie everybody's having fun Feels like, uh, you know, we'll see what happens in the next week. OG knows he's going to get paid. I think everybody else of importance in there kind of has already gotten paid. Like, Deuce just got a contract, right? Precious is probably is maybe concerned a little bit about his payday this summer because he's entering restricted free agency. But, you know, see, uh, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure it's great. Seems great. Thanks, Chad Brown. 
Hush, Zoom. What's going on, Hush? Seriously, props to Deuce, a true dog and hard work. Change the game. Change, change, so, so I like, I really do think he changed the game in the beginning and the first half when he came in, and then he scored 14 out of 17 points during the most pivotal stretch of the game. How am I not giving him a star? Okay, great. So that means I give a, that means Isaiah Hardenstein doesn't get a star? I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to do this. Thanks, Hushu. Dom Cappuccini was waiting for Dom to show up. Dicks are dogs and another game where people think they can bully us in our doghouse. When are they going to learn? This ain't 2019. Allie has a big mouth. Yeah, he is a bit of a clown. Uh, listen, he embodies it. He embraces it. Like It's hard to be the villain. You got to have talent to be the villain. He does have talent. He is good, but he poked the wrong bear tonight, just like Colin Sexton poked the wrong bear the other night. You do not fuck with this team. It's a bad idea. Jacob Sklar, what's going on, Jacob? Jalen Brunson doing his best to hold back tears during the postgame MVP chance was a truly beautiful MSG moment. The comeback and the brain call just adds to what was a magical night. Go Knicks. I think you verbalized it really well. I think you verbalized it really well. That it was all of it together. It was all of it together. The comeback, the <clears throat> the post game, the brain call. You got to throw in the hit in the face. You have to throw in the hit in the face. So those four things. Those four things. What a night. My God. I can't believe that just happened. Um, Andrew P. Knicks better keep all remaining second round picks. Why? To draft, to draft the next Jalen Brunson? Maybe. Um, maybe. Job with another one. I know this is JB's night, but my God, Deuce was great. I, how big were those shots? Seriously. And it was when Brunson was off the court. It was when Brunson was off the court. They needed that offense because where were they getting offense from? They were not getting it from anywhere. They had nobody on the floor to create an advantage. Deuce needed to do what he did. And there were some threes and there were some drives. I don't know where the Deuce thing is going. I think if you're the Knicks, again, I'm not saying you've seen enough to be like, we're going to be fine with our eight minutes a game in the playoffs that Jalen Brunson does not get off the bench because we have Deuce McBride. I'm not saying they're there yet against playoff competition, against other teams trying to win a championship. Not saying they're there yet, but I think they've seen enough to 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 want to continue. And this, well, I, I, I'm saying the obvious because they just invested the money. It's on a three year contract, so I think they've seen enough to want to see more. Thank you, Ja uh, Daniel Carlisto. I stand corrected. Precious is a much much better is much much better than Ronaldo Balkman. <laughs> What's his future with this team, John? I, I, I again, I, I feel bad. I'm not able to answer that question. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It depends on so many things. It depends what opportunities there for them to make trades this offseason. It depends on whether anybody makes a giant offer for a Hardenstein. 
it depends on whether anybody makes a big restrictive free agency offer for Precious, right? Um, like, and they and here's the other thing: you still have Sims, so and you have Sims, and look, Sims's contract is up. I, I'm fairly certain you'll be able to get Sims back on a, a nice number, like you know, something a little bit more than the minimum. Uh, so one of these three guys is not going to be here next year, which is which is unfortunate. But again, can you can you pay it forward? Um, <clears throat> we'll see. I don't. I don't. I, again, I, I don't. I don't. There's so many variables. I don't know. Thank you, Daniel. Nick Petroselli. What's going on, Nick? How are you? First time seeing you or Brunson emotional. Rightfully so. Thank you guys for the content. It means more than you will ever know. Uh, man, that comment means more than you will ever know. Uh, thank you. Thank you. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Chris Carter, I'm emotional. Yes, we all are. We're all pretty emotional tonight. It's one of those nights. Uh, down with another one. I, it is so clear to me that this is a true number two, three seed contender. Get well soon. Uh, <laughs> number 30, number eight, number six, and number 23. My God, those are some important players you just listed there because we're fucking coming, baby. This team, I'm going to say something maybe a little controversial. This team has some big challenges ahead. Like they have, they're in such a groove right now and they're playing so well. Uh, and there's a trade deadline coming up and they're probably going to make a move. And depending on how long Julius is out, and we haven't really talked about the injury news from today, I, I, you, you could read that a lot of ways. I'm kind of reading it like, let's see where we're at in two, three weeks. At which point they might be like, all right, we we have to get surgery after all. I don't, I don't know. Like they, they have, there's so many variables. There's so many balls in the air right now. Uh, so I agree with you. Get well soon, but like, yes, they need to get well soon. Any way you slice it, this team is going to continue to have moving pieces and is going to have to adjust on the fly as they head into what they hope will be a deep playoff run. And that's not always easy to handle. So, it's, I mean, they've done it so far, though. So who the hell is anybody to question them? Thank you, Dom. Hush it with another one. Man, thank you, Leon Rose, for being Brunson's godfather. Let's go. Outside of Kyrie, Brunson's the most skilled point guard. His footwork is absurd. The shot making is other, uh, unworldly. Uh, they are both one of one, one of ones in different ways. I love the comp, actually. I hate Kyrie, but I love the comp. Because you watch Kyrie and you're like, yeah, there's no one out there that does it quite like that. There's no one else. There's no one out there like Jalen Brunson who does it like Jalen Brunson. I don't know. Kevin McHale? <laughs> Hakeem Olajuwon? Seriously. It's like what what he does at the guard position is just very silly. Jihad Brown is Tim's grooming precious to be Taj 2.0. Listen. Taj is one of one. There is no Taj 2.0. There is only one Taj. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Brown. 
I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.